This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Interviews. Welcome to News Laundry Interviews. Today I have joining me on Zoom like is normal these days to join only on Zoom. Uh, Sanjay Jha, he is the former spokesperson of the Indian National Congress. Uh, you, I'm sure, would have seen him uh, on television often and also read uh, one of the spokespersons who also writes. And uh, welcome, Sanjay. Thank you for making the time. Abhinandan, great to be on News Laundry. I have always been a fan of your, of your channel. You guys are doing a great job. The substantive points of their being, they're requiring new leadership, new ideas. What is the incentive for anyone to be a part of the Congress? And I'm saying this in the context of the BJP. See, one is like you said, there are financial incentives to be in politics. If you party, you will get a party, you will get a road contract, you will get a vote, you will get a vote, you will get a vote. If you're not in politics and are rewarded through a seat or a corporation seat or something, you'll be given some contract, so you have some benefit. The other this thing is that like the RSS, which is the engine behind the BJP, and I don't think anyone's under any illusion that Without the RSS, the BJP is nothing. Sure. It's pure ideology. For them, just the fact that they Hindu Rashtra is incentive enough to come. What does the Congress have to excite people? My commitment to the party from the beginning till now has been nothing but ideology. And I give a reason behind that. That when I was in school and you know, I, my father used to give me books on my birthday. Just, you know, I could get a car or a little cricket kit, but he would always give me a book. So I grew up reading. Nothing bothers me more. Then when I see this resort politics of it on the freedom struggle. So I read Discovery of India pretty early in my, in my school, uh, in bits and parts, not the entire book maybe. And same with Gandhi's experiments with truth. So I think somewhere down the line, it made me very deeply ideological. Uh, I do feel that has the Congress moved away from its principles of where Gandhi and Nehru wanted to believe this country would be? Oh, for sure. I'll give you an example. Nothing bothers me more then when I see this resort politics of it on How often have you met Rahul Gandhi? How many times? Well, I used to meet him like, you know, very often between the 2004 to 9 and between 9 to 14. I went to his constituency of Amethi. I went to Mrs. Gandhi's constituency of Rai Bareli many a times to meet him. And then I think after 2014, I think Mr. Gandhi became terribly inaccessible. You said after 2014, he became inaccessible and you understand he's a busy man. He became president of the party and all that. But um, Mr. Sindhya had the same complaint, who was considered very close to him. You're assuming he's talking to others. He's not talking to Sindhya. He's not talking to many other people who I don't want to name. Uh, who's he talking to? What is he busy with? Um, aren't you curious? Like there must be someone he's talking to if he doesn't have time for his party people. Who, who is this group that he has spending time with? Well, you know, I don't want to speculate about Nandan, but I do want to tell you that uh, Jyoti Raditya leaving, I personally felt uh, was a terrible loss for the party. Uh, I remember after 2019, when Mr. Gandhi quit as the Congress president, everywhere I went, and I'm not talking about just the Mumbai glitterati and, you know, the typical cocktail crowd, across the length and breadth of wherever I traveled, everyone said there are two leaders in the Congress party who can be potential prime ministers or presidents of the party. And both names were always in tandem. And I'm saying so not necessarily in the same order. Would you treat both as equal, the, both the transitions of Priyanka's and Jodhra's? But, you know, I, I have a slightly, I agree with you that a party that had Sadhvi Pragya Singh Thakur making the statement she did, uh, calling Nathuram Godse a patriot. I mean, I'm sure that my personal view is uh, that Jyotir probably, I believe, can never be fully happy in the BJP. I mean, he is a liberal. I know he's a liberal guy. 
He's a democratic guy. And I'm sure that at no point will you see him probably making those kind of vitriolic statements with the kind of vehemence targeting any community. I don't think you'll hear that from him. So probably he'll have to shut that part of the BJP out of his mind. But, you know, I go back to the fact that if he was part of the Congress today, the Congress party also looks better. You would have had a, a, an asset who everywhere he went, he drew crowds and inspired younger people to believing that Mr. Rahul Gandhi or the team that was there working in the Congress party had a lot of people who truly were inconsistent or in sync with India's constitutional democracy. That's what the Congress party is all about. Here, I believe that Jyoti Raditya and the Congress are both losers. They are both losers. The winner is the BJP. As far as Priyanka is concerned, where are the full-time politicians of the Congress? Not many of them are full-time politicians. As long as they're in power, they'll happily take a seat. When they're not, they go back to their lavish lifestyle. Whereas in the BJP, when they're not in power, they're working to try to get back into power. Yeah. Where are the full-time politicians of the Congress? And clearly, Mr. Gandhi is not a full-time politician. And I'm not saying one has to blame him or accuse him for that. But if you're not in power, then you should be doing 24-7 trying to be in power. That is, those are the only two options. I think if you want to look at full-time politicians who are there only for their personal interest, 100%, 100%, full employment. Uh, if you are asking me for full-time politicians who are looking at organizational health, yes. that, number, that number will come down dramatically to 50%. The Congress has become so Delhi-centric. It's become so Delhi-centric when, you know, I, I keep telling that to people. I live in Mumbai, as you know. The Congress was born here. You know, by a crazy coincidence, I live very close to where the Congress party was born. And the August Kranti Maidan is not too far away from my home at the moment. And I'm like, how many times have I really seen people come here and celebrate the birth of our party? You've been a spokesman for a long time. Uh, back in my days as an activist, we've butted heads on prime time uh, <laughs> as well. Uh, I've always wondered, a party spokesperson's job has got to be the most thankless uh, and the most difficult, would you agree? Avinandan, I can tell you that uh, when I started out, uh, and I remember as a viewer watching the old traditional spokespersons of the past, I used to always feel that, you know, this is, uh, frankly speaking, the frontline warriors for any political party. Uh, the perception of a party, uh, its ability to kind of defend itself against some very severe acquisitions from the opposition, generally, you know, kind of ensured that the narrative is in favor of the party is really done by the spokespersons. And I remember watching even Narendra Modi as part of the BJP spokesperson's time. And I truly felt that this is a job that, frankly speaking, in my opinion, Abhinandan, would be one of the most serious, if not uh, definitely it's a formidable assignment, but it's a very, very serious job. Now, over the last four or five years, I need to be very honest with you, all spokespersons have become like Rottweilers. You know, it's like a furious bunch out there. There is, you, you shout, you bark, and you try and bite. And I think that has become the tragedy of modern television. But as spokesperson, you have to often defend the indefensible. Sometimes you do not believe that, but you have to go out and do it. Does that make your credibility so compromised that you really don't have a leg to stand on later? I mean, that's, that's what I'm trying to understand. I need to tell you this that if as a spokesperson you're not convinced of the argument yourself and you're just taking a party brief and mouthing it, you know, like the regular, you know, I'm just going to be out there in the slugfest and, you know, just kind of mugging the party brief and spitting it out, sooner or later the anchor, your principal opponents and definitely the public watching the television show know that you're faking it or that you're a phony. 
therefore i believe the spokesperson's job is to own the content for the record let me tell you within the party and i've said so publicly on television i've tweeted just maybe a couple of days ago i would love to see all political parties under the rti act I, in fact, Vijay Singh said the same thing to me last week when I interviewed him. But somehow, you and Mr. Vijay Singh are clearly a minority. Yeah, we are a minority, but we need to change it. Let me use your forum because you're a popular channel, uh, watched by many. I'm going to say so again. The Congress Party must disclose its corporate monies, uh, money from high net worth individuals, everybody. I mean, until this becomes transparent, Indian politics will always have malfeasance, corruption, and sleaze. And people like you and me, if tomorrow we want to fight an election, Abhinandan. we can't because we, we you'll have to handle bundles of cash and that's bad news but anyway let me come down to your question you know i actually a lot of people think that i made a helicopter drop in 2013 to the congress as a spokesperson and all that now let me tell you the truth what many people in fact very few people know 6 years if you don't have a spokesperson's meeting and i know somebody in the congress who hears this program will be like hopping mad with me saying maybe this is what he was trying to insinuate at the truth is that we did not and i feel we should have had these meetings quarterly to find out how do we handle the bjp handle the media change the narrative we are so lot more taking decisions who decides that this is the point where rallying ran is it rahul gandhi is it sonia who is doing this well let me tell you the whole I, in my opinion i mean I, i just don't want to kind of point out to one or two people but the congress has become somewhere down the line is taken the grand old party tag too seriously what next for sanjay jha i mean is politics something that you would like to be involved in in the long run because after all this what is the likelihood of the party leadership saying okay sanjay forgiven and forgotten we should have communicated better come back what is the likelihood of that happening and if that doesn't happen what next for you politically well another good question i mean i feel that now at this stage i've been fortunate to have had exposure to lead my life my way for such a long time and my real thrill i think and in politics i i feel everyone should be motivated by just one consideration how much can you give back and to answer your question i will never join any party forget the bjp is out of the question i will never join any other political party because i believe in the congress bas phokat mein itna ich milega no more for free for the full unedited interview you have to subscribe to news laundry and pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay advertisers serve so subscribe to news laundry go to the top right hand corner click subscribe and get access to all our paywall content all the unedited interviews unedited podcasts and all the stuff behind the paywall until the next time thank you for watching and thank you for subscribing spread the word all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel